Hey gorgeous, this is episode number 313 and I'm so pumped to have the wonderful Elena Herdikerhoff back on the show today. Hi, this is Elena Herdikerhoff. You are listening to Heart Cells Podcast with Christine Schlonsky. Enjoy! Well, after our last episode on selling for highly sensitive entrepreneurs, I am so looking forward for Elena to share how to get on a TEDx stage. Elena herself is an award-winning serial entrepreneur and a successful TEDx speaker. Her TEDx talk has over 3.3 million views on YouTube and counting. As a highly sensitive person and acclaimed intuitive coach and business mentor since 2014, Elena empowers other highly sensitive people around the world to turn their sensitivity into their greatest gift in life and business. And I'm Christine Schlonsky, the host of Heart Sales Podcast, where I interview inspirational, heart-centered entrepreneurs and business leaders about how they have built a wildly successful business and overcame their own challenges in sales. Before we dive in, this episode is brought to you by Heart Sales Academy, which I'm the founder of. At Heart Sales Academy, we typically work with heart-centered, ambitious entrepreneurs and business leaders who love what they do, but who are reluctant to sales. We help them to step into selling with ease, grace, and confidence to ask their price and to be authentic in the process. So if you feel that sales is kind of in your way and it holds you back from giving more of your gifts to the world and really creating the successful business and lifestyle you dream of, then we should have a chat. Hop on over to heartsellsacademy.com and learn more. And if you want to learn more on how to get on a TEDx stage, you want to stay till the end. So let's dive in with the wonderful Elena Hedegerhoff. Well, I am so excited to have you back today, Elena. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to dive into another topic with you. I know. I loved our first topic where we talked about highly sensitive people. And I had my light bulb moment. So if you want to know gorgeous, check out the previous episode. <laughs> You're going to love it. And there were so, so many golden nuggets in it. And today we're going to focus on how to get onto a TEDx stage or what, you know, what are the do's and don'ts and things like this. So I'm really looking forward to tapping into your knowledge. But one thing I would love to know before we dive in is what was the very first thing that you have ever sold in your life? Well, the first thing I ever sold in my life was a career coaching package. This was actually something I had um, had in mind. I, I was in my mid-20s living in Paris, and I had worked um, in, in HR and headhunting, and I pretty much decided from one week to the next that I wanted to see if I could move into career coaching for expats. And I thought, you know what, I have no idea if this works. So I printed some cards um, in a local train station and I just thought, okay, I'll just try this. I'll just tell a few people that now I'm offering this package. Um, and um, within one week, I had my first paying client. And I thought, okay, cool, this can actually work. So, um, I actually created my business after I found my first client. That's so smart, though. That's so smart. Yes. Cool. And was there anything before, uh, like when you were younger, like the very first thing, like going way back with the memory? 
Um, no, I actually don't think I, I, um, I sold anything prior to that. I think that was my first entrepreneurial cool. sale. So no, <laughs> no cookies, no babysitting, <laughs> nothing. No, 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 no. I, I, I think, no, that was my first wow. proper sale. <laughs> well, you started with one of the bigger goals then. <laughs> That's pretty cool. And did you know in that moment that you were kind of made for entrepreneurship? Well, the thing is, I, I grew up um, in a family where my father um, had been an entrepreneur already for pretty much all of his life. So I had a role model um, and my father always encouraged me to follow this path. And he always said, you know, you're a born entrepreneur, you can do this. So I, I felt like this was the natural step for me. Mm. Um, so I always knew I would end up in entrepreneurship. Um, and, I, and I can only thank my father for nurturing that self-belief in me that I can do this and that I'm, as he said, born for it. Um, and I think this was like a positive brainwash. Like, oh, okay, I'm born for this. So I'll do this one day. Oh, and then I did. <laughs> that, that's beautiful. That's so beautiful. And I, I know that many people listening did not have that good fortune. They are just figuring it out. Yes. So that would be maybe a great affirmation. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> you tell exactly. yourself or when you meditate or write in your journal that you reaffirm that thought, you are yes. made for this. Yes. That's right. I still, I still um, say that to myself to this day. Mm. So cool. And, and talking about sales before we dive into TEDx, what, um, what does hard sales mean for you? Um, for me, I think working through the heart and connecting through the heart is probably the most powerful thing we can do. Because that means we've dropped out of stories, we've dropped out of ego, we've dropped out of pressure, we've dropped out of um, forcing an outcome. To me, when you sell through the heart, you actually sell from a place of connection and ultimately behind that connection also surrender to know that the right things will align and your heart will guide you there because the heart is a place of unfiltered truth. So if you sell through the heart, um, you will naturally connect to the people you're meant to connect to. And also people you're not meant to connect to will filter out, even if your ego might like them or think, oh no, I need this client or I want this client, your heart knows. So what I like to do is before I, I get on a, a sales call or something like that, I like to do like a three to five minute heart-based meditation to connect to my heart um, so that I know I am showing up with my heart-based truth. And then it's, it's going to be a matter of genuine alignment if the other person is my heart's client or not. And either way is totally fine, but it already helps me to um, align with the highest place within me and to kind of access that feeling of, of love and acceptance. Wow, that is so powerful. Thank you for sharing that. And everybody can do this, right? Everybody can yeah. do this. And they're yeah. great free meditations. Like even if you just have two minutes before you get on a sales call, my favorite um, meditation teacher for this would be Greg Braden. He has wonderful, literally two to three minute heart activations. And it, it just opens up your energy field. It, it opens up your receptivity for sharing from an authentic place and, and connecting with another human being. So I think, um, you know, we all have that two minutes to spare. 
Oh, totally. And it's so important for the right outcome because I, I do talk a lot about the soulmate client mm-hmm. and, you know, about connecting to your heart before you even pick up the phone. But um, as you just framed it, I, I never did a meditation. Like it's, it's more from my mind, so to speak, like yes. knowing now I'm dropping into my heart and opening mm-hmm. the space. What will be, will be right? Mm-hmm. If, if yes. the client is my soulmate client, we find a way. If not, I find a way to support them and, you know, sending that's them right. somewhere else. But yes. really sitting down and doing a meditation, that's so powerful. Yeah, I found that really is helpful. And it almost creates like a little ritual. Mm. Yeah. And you, you, you are so much stronger when you come from within, when you come from your truth. Yes. And, yes. and yeah, that's basically for me, that's what life is about. Right, living right. your truth, coming mm-hmm. from that place of love, because that that's what ultimately we all are looking for. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. So let's let's share. How can we share our love from a TEDx stage? Yeah. So for me, TEDx um, really offers an amazing global platform for people to share their soul message with the world. And I believe every single person has a story to tell or a message to share that will change other people's lives. And that sounds maybe like like a lofty goal, but the truth is, this is really a tangible reality. I cannot tell you, I mean, now my talk has been seen, I think over 3.2 million times. And the amount of people that reach out to me and share with me that a part of my story lit up a new path for them or showed them a new way of understanding themselves or somebody they love or even boosted their self-esteem in a very dark hour, people are transformed by ideas. And it's all we have really to reinvent the future. It's based on our ideas. And I think now more than ever in 2020, when we're recording this, humanity um, is standing in front of the gates to a new reality. And that new reality needs ideas to be shaped. Um, And I think the TEDx stage is one of those kind of global campfire places where we can get together and rally people around an idea that can change either people on an individual level, that can impact our collective, that can impact our politics, our our policies, um, our environment. Uh, So whatever it is, um, an idea can be something that really transforms reality. And so that's why I love the TEDx stage for giving people known and unknown a platform to share their truth. Mm, So, so, so powerful. And it's true. Everything started with an idea. Yes. Right. If you're an entrepreneur, well, guess what? at some point you had the idea to become an entrepreneur. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I just think dreaming big, allowing you mm-hmm. to embrace your idea and giving it the value that it can have for the world. Yes. To allow yourself to be on a stage, to be seen, right? When you just said your TEDx talk was viewed over 3 million times, I'm thinking like, ooh, <laughs> like what yes. the impact, like, I mean, obviously you're impacting over 3 million people, but also vice versa. How do you handle that kind of visibility? Yes. What, what, so, what does it need to be on a TED? I mean, what or how does a person need to think and feel about their message so they can succeed on that journey? 
Yeah. I think where most people stop themselves from getting on the TEDx stage is to undervalue the importance of what they have to share because they think, I didn't invent the next cure for cancer. I didn't, you know, like, I can't talk about uh, a trip to Mars, basically. So who wants to listen to me? I'm a nobody. Um, and they discount the power of their own experiences. And they think, well, this everybody has this. Everybody went to this. Everybody knows how to do this. And this is not true. Um, people need your example and they need your story. So just to share this, for example, there's a TEDx talk on breakups. Just a simple, like, how somebody got over a breakup. I think that talk has like 4 million views. Now, you might not think this is rocket science, and it probably isn't, but it gives so much comfort for people to hear stories of others that have gone through what they're going through and, and that can share the learnings. And they can, they can be like, wow, okay, so this person learned these things, so maybe I can apply that to myself. So it can be as mundane as getting over a relationship breakup, and it can be as sophisticated as some invention. But don't discount that your idea matters and that if you feel very strongly about something to me that means you're designated as an ambassador for that idea and everybody feels strongly about something something that they feel like they, they they figured out or they need to change or they need the world to know about like that thing that burns you that's the thing that chose you as ambassador and if you don't show up for your idea your idea will have to wander to somebody else um, because the idea itself will not go away um, so if you feel the idea that's your call to act on your idea um, and to not second guess yourself or the importance of your message Yeah, I love that. I, I read the book of Elizabeth Gilbert a while ago, Magic, I think is called, where it explains how ideas come to people. And if you don't catch it, if you don't execute on it, it just goes somewhere else. That's right. And I've experienced that myself. I, I, I work with a lot of TEDx people and TEDx experts and they say, oh, you know, I had this idea already many years ago and then somebody else did a talk on my idea. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, that's fine. As long as that idea made it to the stage, that's fine. But what is your idea today? Because you will have received a new one. You know, there's no finite amount of ideas to go around. Then that was not maybe meant for you at that moment in time to do that. But everybody today, like if you ask yourself, if I said to all of your listeners right now, You have a stage, you're going on in two minutes. What are you going to talk about? If the world is going to listen to you, what matters to you more than anything else? And then that's the thing that comes to you right away. That's your message. That's your thing. Yeah. So action steps for you, dear listener. <laughs> what came to mind? Yes. Write it down and get on stage. <laughs> yes. Because I think it's, it's right now, you know, many people feel helpless. They're like, what can I do to make the world better? I mean, we yeah. can all see the chaos we're in collectively. And it's easy to fall into this uh, fatalistic attitude of what can one person really do? But what you can do is you can share your ideas. And that can inspire action. Because, you know, before we can move into action, we need the idea. And whatever your idea is, um, 
people need to hear about it. And that's a great way for you to contribute to the collective and to the future of humanity as well. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much possible once we get over ourselves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think you're, you're touching on a very important point is we have to get over the limiting belief that we have to be a well-known expert. We have to have 10 books about the subject. We have to have all of these things. You, you can just get on stage without having any of these things, as long as you have something that you can talk about with conviction and with knowledge um, and, and really be willing to open yourself up and share and just trust that if you think it's important, other people will feel that too. Yeah. So beautiful. And that that's true for everything in life. I, I, I feel, especially when you are an entrepreneur, when you have idea, when you have a message, how can you share? Yes. And, and, it, you know, I always thought, well, you know, if it's just one person, like what kind of influence is that? But when you really think about it, that one person is connected to other people. So if that one person's life changes because of your idea, of your message, yes. and that person influences other people in their life, you have this beautiful ripple effect. Yes. And you really can support others in making the world a better place. And it, you know, right. it kind of sounds like phony, like everybody kind of talks about making the world a better place, but we don't really know how, but it does start with, us, with ourselves. Yes, and you know what you just shared, the ripple effect is so powerful. The amount of people that wrote to me that took action. I had teachers share with me that they understood now their HSP students and they changed their curriculum, they changed how they taught things. Parents that parent their children differently. Um, I even had people who set up groups now where they want to do meetup groups with other HSPs and somebody set up an HSP school. And so, you know, so people ripple that out in the way that they then feel called because a great idea does the following. It ignites new ideas that are kind of related to your idea. And then they will run with their understanding of your idea and their expression of your idea. And, and that's how your idea actually gains momentum and and becomes much bigger than what even you ever conceived that's so beautiful that's so beautiful so how how can we tie it back to sales when what kind of experience can you share from people you have helped on the TEDx stage and from your yeah. own experience how did it also influence your business mm. well I would say probably many entrepreneurs actually look at a TEDx talk first and foremost through that business lens versus the idea lens because there's a known TEDx effect. Meaning when you are on the TEDx stage and you've, you have landed and completed a successful TEDx talk, what that means is you are elevated to an expert level. And that then opens doors in multiple ways. So many of my clients have gotten book deals on the back of their TED talk where they say, oh, there's clearly an audience for this idea. And publishers reach out and say, wow, can you expand on this? Let's do a book together. Or high paid speaking gigs where people ask you, okay, on our stage, at our conference, can you talk, but for a longer period of time, about your area of expertise? You have uh, brand partnerships and collab collaborations, of course, and also probably one of the most primary and, and simple things is you attract new followers and clients because 
if people spend up to 18 minutes with you, which you know in the online world is like almost forever. Um, so if people spend that amount of time with you, they know you, they like you, they trust you, they understand what you, what you are all about. So a great TEDx talk, I would say it's like a coffee date. Like it makes people like, wow, this date went great. I want to go to the next level. I want to go to the dinner date. And that's where they actually want to connect with you more. They want to find out more about you. So you are actually actively being sought out. They come to your website. They look at your free and paid offers. They want to continue the journey you started with them. And so um, the, the, the quality of people that come to you is different because these are people that are highly engaged with you and your idea and your vision, and they are really actively looking to consume your content and to engage with your content and to buy from you. So this sets you up for um, really great sales, actually, because you, you start from such a point of connection. Yeah, wonderful. So what do people need to have in place to make the decision that they are now ready to go? Uh, well, that's a, that's a good question. I would say you want to be able to leverage the TEDx wave once it hits your business. So you need to have both free and paid content available that is online only content. Meaning ideally you will have an online course or a book or a podcast or something that people can then can journey with you through. Because if, if people fall in love with you on the TEDx stage and then they come to your website and there's no extra content for them, it's disappointing they want more from you. So whatever you can offer free or paid, and ideally you have two tracks that directly correspond to the topic of your talk. So create a bucket for your free content that really picks people up where they left off at the end of your talk. And we're like, oh, fantastic. Here's like a video training recording, or like in my case, you know, we mentioned this in the previous episode, like I have a mini course for highly sensitive people. So they listen to my talk on highly sensitive people, they want more, there's a free course for them. And then for people who wanna go deeper, they're like, oh, maybe there is an online course to take that goes much deeper, maybe there is this, that. So you wanna make sure you have offerings in place so that you're able to leverage that impact. Yeah, and also have your tech and connections in place. Oh yeah, the, the tech needs to work. <laughs> yeah. Definitely the tech needs to work and you want to have your, your even very basic funnels. It, like you don't need like mega sophistication, but you just want to make sure that what you do have, that it works and that you have a way of welcoming people into your world. Yeah. Awesome. So wh when does somebody know that they're ready? Obviously when that's sorted out, is there like any internal thing or trigger that when they feel that they can they should just go for it? Or is there anything where you say, well, you know, if you are in this place, you might want to be prepared a little bit better? Yeah. I often feel that most people actually come to the TEDx stage much later than they could have because I would say most people put too many barriers in place for themselves um, and too many mindset limitations about you know their prospects of managing this their prospects of doing it well and also people have these misconceptions for example that you have to be like a amazing public speaker and they're like oh i'm going to take like 
two years of public speaking courses and workshops before I can do this. And just to reassure anybody listening, my claim to fame was my brother's wedding speech before I did my TEDx talk. Like I am not a professional public speaker. Um, and you don't need to be perfect in any of these domains. You don't need to be the most well-known expert. You don't need to be a super prolific speaker. You don't need to have 10 books published on the subject. You just need to care and you need to dare. These are the two things you really need to do. And then go for it and don't overthink it. I love that. Care and dare. <laughs> <laughs> dream, dream big, right? I, I, yes. So, so important. Like when you're ready to take your business to the next level, like when you have the basics set up, right? Yes. Can, yes. Can, they can opt in for something amazing that's free and supports them. Yes. And also you have some tracks where they can directly pay you. Right? Correct. So it's really difficult for people to pay you. Yes. You need to have something that's immediately available and that they can purchase and that, you know, is not tied to, you know, being like an annual thing or, or something that, you know, only happens in uh, offline. Like it needs to be something that's digitally available and right away because people that are um, really warm from your talk, they, if they feel it and they want to do something with you, they don't want to have to wait. They want something now. Yeah. Awesome. Well, just, just a little reminder before we wrap up, like you have this beautiful gift on highly sensitive people where you share about the sensitive power and the four transformational videos that help you to connect to that. And due to the amazing TEDx topic, you have a second gift for us. So I do us indeed. <laughs> yes, I do indeed. So I, I run two businesses. Um, and my TEDx business, I have a great gift there too. So if you're now thinking, you know what, I'm, I care and I'll dare. Um, I actually cycle you through the five stages of a successful TEDx journey. And I take you by the hand in an hour long training and I should give you all the tools and tricks you need to succeed on the TEDx stage. So I'm going to share that with your audience. Well, that's super amazing. And we're going to make sure to put the link in the resource section. Wonderful. So what do you want to leave us with? What would be like your final advice or yeah, love you want to share with us? I would say that if you hear the call, act on it. Um, because we're all here for a reason and we will all know that we are meant to do something else than just run our businesses and make money and do all of these things. We all have that deeper soul call, soul calling, um, and don't make it a someday project, start today. Just don't, don't wait to share what you're really here for. Love it. Thank you so, so much. This was so fun. I can't wait to catch up with you soon about all the, your great projects. And thank you so much for, for sharing with us all these golden nuggets. And yeah, just want to say thank you. Well, really, thank you. Vielen Dank from my side. It was a truly amazing to be here. And I am overjoyed that I could share some parts of my TEDx journey with your audience. Thank you so much. Thank you. Having a conversation with Elena is always exciting, interesting, and all the golden nuggets she has left for us are amazing. Hop on over to christineschlansky.com, find the podcast tab and the episode with Elena. 
in the resource section, you find her amazing gifts as well as a link to the Heart-Centered Lead Generation Summit. So you can always have a pipeline full of clients when following the advice of 40 amazing, highly successful entrepreneurs. And when you're over there as well, you find all the links that connect to Elena and her amazing work. So you want to make sure you check her out and if you have the chance to work with her. And... The big celebration going on this week is actually the second birthday of Heart Sales Podcast with over 300 episodes and so many amazing guests just like Elena. So I'm so, super excited. And when you hop on over to christineschlonsky.com, you will find our giveaway in the resource section. We are actually giving away a full episode for Variety Friday. And you also have the opportunity to get your own voice on Heart Self Podcast by joining the celebration where we will ask you a couple questions, record your answers and create a celebration episode. So how epic would that be if your voice was on Heart Sales Podcast? Get your hands on that opportunity. Hop on over to christineschlonsky.com, find the podcast tab, and there you will find all the details you need to sign up and join in. Thank you so, so much for listening. Thank you so much for having been here. Happy Thanksgiving if you are in the US and you are celebrating. And happy celebration to all of you listeners on Heart Sales Podcast. Thank you so much. And I am looking forward to have you back for the next episode. And I'm saying bye for now. Bye.